0: This is Tim Albright with Aviation Nation with an AV Nation special celebrating Black History Month, telling the stories of Black uh, folks and individuals inside uh, the AV industry. With me today, I am incredibly pleased to welcome out the Ricketts from Shore. Welcome, ma'am.
1: Thank you, Tim. Glad to be here.
0: Well, thank you so much. We appreciate your time. Uh, real quickly, uh, before we get any st- uh, started, uh, you are um, uh, global vice president, uh, vice president of, of global um, marketing and, and sales uh, for Shore. Tell folks a little bit, kind of like your story of how you got to where you are, how you got to either Shore or how you got involved in the AV industry.
1: I have a very interesting story. So I'm Jamaican, born in Jamaica, um, raised in the U.S. Okay. So when my father came to America in the early 70s, his first job was with Shore. So Shore has been part of me for about 50 years now, even though I've only worked there for 29. So my father worked at Shore for a while and I did my thing. I worked in the financial industry. Wasn't my cup of tea and I decided to go back home in the late 80s and um, spent a couple of years in Jamaica, came back to help my mom with my grandmother and needed a job, you know, back then there was no internet. So in the paper, there was an ad for a marketing coordinator in our teleconferencing um, division at Shore. So I pinged my dad who worked here and said, hey dad, can you hook me up? He said, I can tell you who the HR manager is. So I got a job and I thought it was just a job. I'd be here for a minute. Who wants to work where your dad works? 29 years later, I'm still here. I've built a career, fabulous career, and I'm so grateful for that ad in the paper 29 years ago. So that's how I entered kind of the industry. Prior to that, I was a music person. I was working in Jamaica at a place called Coney Park. It was an amusement park and entertainment complex. I had a business called crescendo entertainment consultants. I was managing artists on the island. Um, So music was my entry into the the AV industry. Um, When I got to shore, um, landed in our teleconferencing division, we actually had dipped our toe in the video conferencing world and had a whole division dedicated to it. ST3000 it was like a little spaceship looking thing you had on the desk we were competing with Polycom yeah. video conferencing my job when i first got here was i would do demos for trade shows i would sit in our conference room at corporate and they would video conference in and see how our technology worked and that's how it started that's how my dance started with shore Um, And over the 29 years, um, I've been able to work my way through the org in different jobs. I worked a little bit in strategy, mostly in global marketing and sales. Um, I worked mostly with customer facing stuff. Um, I've always been behind the scenes though. I focused on our customers and what they need um, so that's how I, my journey kind of started at shore through my dad who actually retired He forced him to retire because he probably would have worked here another 20 years if he could. He retired after 45 years.
0: Oh wow Good night. Talk for a second about your your musical your musical heritage uh, and, and the reason I, I want to use that word is, is because, so many people in the industry, and so many people that I meet from shore, have that musical underpins, right? It, it, it's somewhere in there. Either they were musicians themselves, you know, similar to what you were, and in, in managing the, the folks. Talk about, about, you know, the importance of music in, in as a background or, or as kind of a, of a you know, uh, you know, in your blood uh, for this industry. As I said, I'm from
1: Jamaica the little island that could, where reggae was born, right? So grew up with that. Yeah. And my, my, my dance with music started in college. I, was, I had a job working for our artist relations manager on campus. I went to a little liberal arts college in the middle of Iowa called Grinnell. And we had a, a woman by the name of Georgia Dental, who was uh, very connected to musicians around the nation. And she was able to get musical talent to come on campus, the likes of Bruce Springsteen before he became Bruce Springsteen, the like of the Count Basie Band, Um, the like of the Goo Goo Dolls, a bunch of people came on campus and I was her assistant. And that's how my, music connection started back in college. Always had a connection with music, whether it was managing artists or just loving diverse types of music. I was an ACDC fan in college. Go figure. They look at me and I've got ACDC blasting in my college dorm room because I always had a wide diverse liking for all different types of music. You know, and it, when I started working at Shore, um, didn't really think about that connection, right?
0: Let's turn the corner here um, and talk about your experience as a person of color, as a Black woman in the industry. What sort of hurdles did you did you overcome, and and how did you how did you overcome them?
1: That's a hard one, because I don't think my experience as a Black woman in the AV industry is specific to the AV industry. Meaning that I don't think me moving to another industry would have changed my experience. Um, When I first started way back almost 30 years ago, absolutely there weren't as many women. There weren't as many women of color. You know, over the last 30 years, I've seen an increase in both. Um, I've been lucky enough to work at Shore under four CEOs. Two of them have been women, two of them have been groundbreaking women. This is legendary. Um, our current CEO, Chris Schavink, a fellow 2021 SCN inductee is really focused on making sure um, the diversity of our landscape is a priority for her. So some of the obstacles I've experienced are not particular to the AV industry. I've been excluded, absolutely. I've been stereotyped without a doubt because of the way I speak, I will talk to someone over the phone and they will have an assumption of who I am. When they see me, you're actually a black person. Yes, I am. The fact that I speak this way doesn't, shouldn't mean that I'm not. Um, so obstacles, absolutely obstacles, Tim but I've barreled through them. Um, Never once did I think, you know, whatever I'm experienced in the AV industry meant that I should jump ship and try to find it better somewhere else or try to find it easier somewhere else. It's the landscape that we live in. And, you know, it's changed. I've been lucky enough to work for an organization where the founding fathers and mother were addressing diversity and inclusion before there was a diversity and inclusion label. You will see tons of images at shore of the workforce in Chicago that was very indicative of the community they were working in on the South side. Lots of people of color in images of, you know, the roller skating party or the the, the employee event. So I've been lucky enough to have founding fathers that made it um, a part of our DNA. It speaks to our core values. Um, don't know if that's the same for other people of color in this industry. You know, I'm excited another in- fellow inductee of yours, Charmaine Tarullo, in awe of her, in what she's doing, and how she has headed the Avixa Diversity Council, have chatted with her a little bit about some of the obstacles she's faced, and she's barreled through. You do what you do, Tim. And, um, Things have changed in the last 30 years, I can absolutely say that. But need for more change? Without a doubt. You know, it's an evolution. And the events of the last year has opened some eyes and have created some allies that weren't there before. You know, I was lucky enough to have several allies um, at shore our VP of sales that's retired. He was a great ally. Mark Bruner, my good friend who left us recently was a great ally. Chris Vink, our CEO is a great ally. And they're focused on, you know, addressing inclusion because we can absolutely address diversity. You know, we can numbers, but once you have that diversity, what happens? Are those folks included? So, focus needs to be on inclusion as well. And I think, you know, founding fathers, it's sure, and mothers have built that foundation, and our current CEO is ramping it up. So, yeah, obstacles, but nothing that has stopped me, obviously.
0: You you mentioned the the DNA the, the founders uh, the mother and father are sure incorporating and making diversity and making inclusion an integral part of the company. How important do you think that is? Um, and and what would you what advice would you give to someone you're talking to that whose company doesn't have that doesn't have that? And how do they include that? How do they include that inclusion moving forward?
1: So. Oh as I said, our relationship was sure is about 50 years because my dad worked there, right? I remember when he came home, God, it must've been in the early eighties. And he said, what's a CD? And I was like, huh? And he said, well, you know, we make stylized and cartridges for albums, but you know, what's a CD? because it had turned up the industry in what we were doing, right? We had to to refocus. Mr. and Mrs. Shore are very humble in what they did. You know, very few people are aware of how pervasive their their focus on diversity and inclusion were, because they just didn't advertise it. Those of us that work at Shore, no. I know that our current CEO wants to be more um, visible in some of the things so we've ramped up our, our efforts you know we um, have a diversity council that we kicked off at the end of last year. Um, I would say for folks that don't have that in their DNA part of our core values, um, I would say it starts with leadership. Leadership needs to make it a priority. You know, we're a global community now. Can't, can't, can't deny it anymore. With the internet, with our customers, with our outreach, we're global. How can you not have a focus on making sure that you are listening to your global customers? Starts with leadership and it's successful manager level, they're executing what leadership has kind of supported. So I would say, I would hope others in the industry, others in companies, I would hope that their leaderships have looked on the horizon and is preparing for it. You know, we're no longer one flavor. We're no longer um, a homogeneous entity anymore. You have to, you have to. If you want to be successful, if you want to prepare for the future, make it a conversation. And guess what? It's going to be uncomfortable. It's going to be really uncomfortable, but it needs to happen. And I'm lucky enough to be part of an organization where it's happening. And I wish that for all of my brothers and sisters in the AV industry. And as I said, Charmaine Tarullo. I mean, when I go to a a VIXA diversity um, members meeting and I hear about all the different things that are happening with different companies from the members, I'm hopeful. So I think it is happening.
0: All right, Althea Ricketts, thank you so much. Someone wants to connect with you or sure? how do they do that?
1: You can... I'm sure my contact info is up on the website. I mean, I'm on LinkedIn. Um, My email address is rickets underscore althea at sure.com. As I said, I've always been in the background, you know, because I'm focused on people, process, and technology. You know, I've done wonders with process optimization and including technology. I'm hoping for my last few years before I retire, you know, I can focus more on people and make sure that we are aligning with our global customers. Cause that's one of the things I'm very happy about what I've been able to do in the last 30 years is really listen to our global customers. I was global before global became sexy, right? <laughs> so I'm, 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 I pat myself on the back for that because, um, yeah, I do.
0: All right, thank you so much, Althea Ricketts. From Shore, uh, for us, for AV Nation, go by our website, avnation.tv. that's avnation.tv. You'll find this program and a host of others, uh, including our two weekly shows. One is called AV Week, looks at the commercial side of the industry, and Resi Week looks at the residential side. All that and more at avnation.tv. it's avnation.tv.